Hey, listen, we're glad you're here today. Thank you so much for being here. This is such an important day. And uh, I'm so thankful that you're here to share in this day with us. We're going to be doing a couple of things throughout the course of this service that uh, we intend to be helpful and meaningful and we think is going to be exciting and uh, may even be a little bit overwhelming. But we want you to hang with us and watch what happens as we move through the course of our study today. This morning in Sunday school, we started with uh, talk about our building. We answered the question, why? Why are we building today? In just a little while, we're going to answer a few more questions. And then this evening, we're going to do some incredible detail work laying out the building for you. So please make sure you're back for the service this evening. You need to be here. We're talking about a prospective children's wing under our existing facilities. And we're going to lay that out very clearly for you. I want you to be here to understand exactly where we feel God is leading us. Okay, so make sure you're back this evening at 630 but for this morning, what we want to do is take a couple of minutes to look at us stepping into the future. See, we believe that for us, the future begins today. We, be we believe very clearly that what we do today will have a dramatic impact on the rest of 2018 and will have a dramatic impact on years to come. And in fact, will make the difference in whether or not we leave something that is thriving and exciting and God-honoring for our next generations, or we leave them something that is decaying and falling apart. And so I want to present to you today our vision for 2018 and beyond. If you have your study guide out, then get ready to write. If you don't, you'll find it in your bulletin. If you will, take it out. Feel free to grab a clipboard and a pen from the book rack. And let's get ready to jump into this discussion. Alright, hopefully you're ready because I want to go ahead and give you point number one to write in. Point number one, we're talking now about being under the umbrella. Number one, under the umbrella. Now what do we mean by being under the umbrella? I thought about bringing an umbrella in here and opening it up as an illustration and me standing under it. But some of you would have said, oh, that's bad luck. What are you doing to us? And uh, I just didn't want to have to fight that battle right now. Okay, we'll fight that battle later on, but I uh, didn't want to do it this morning. But what we're talking about in way of an umbrella is purpose. God has given to us a very specific purpose. Now please understand, if we have no God-given purpose, then we are of no value to our community. We are of no value to our world. But since God has given us a very specific purpose, then all of a sudden what we have to do in 2018 and beyond is very meaningful. We have a purpose. What we do underneath the umbrella of our purpose has to be intentional. We have this uh, makeshift umbrella over us, and it's the purpose of our church. And as long as we're working to fulfill the purpose, we're staying under the umbrella, and we are pleasing to God. But please understand this. It's possible for us as a church to step out from under the umbrella. It's possible for us to lose sight of what our purpose is 
and begin working on things that seem important to us, that feel good, that, that bring emotions or whatever. But you got to understand, when we get out from under the umbrella, we get in a place that is very messy. Because then, instead of it being about God, instead of being about the purpose that God has given to us as a church, it becomes about us. It's a very, very dangerous place for us to find ourselves in a church. When we're working to make church about us and not about who it is supposed to be about, that, of course, being God. And so today, we want to focus in on this purpose for a few minutes that will drive us to a place of being able to see the vision that God has given to us for this year and beyond. So the purpose, what is our purpose? God has given us a purpose, so what is it? I hope by now you can quote this in your sleep. I hope we've said it over and over and over enough to where you've got it rolling through your head now, even before I say it. But the purpose of Mile Straight is that we exist to glorify God. Now, how are we going to glorify God? By making disciples of Jesus Christ both here and around the world. So our purpose as a church is that we exist to glorify God by making disciples of Jesus Christ both here and around the world. That is our purpose. Our purpose as a church is to give God glory in everything that we do. It's a very good purpose. It's a God-honoring purpose. And in fact, it's a purpose that God gave to us as church leaders a long time ago. And we've been working to fill that purpose ever since. So then how are we going to achieve that? We're going to achieve it by making disciples. Making disciples. But now there's a problem when we begin to talk about making disciples because there are so many opinions about what a disciple is. There are some that would line up with Scripture and you would say, well, that's right on target. There are others that would be off the charts on either end of the spectrum. To where it would look, look really nothing like what a scriptural disciple is supposed to look. And so I've done some research and I was looking for some things that I could share with you to present exactly what a disciple is. So that we're all collectively on the same page here. We all have the same thought in mind. The same, the same concept of what it means to be a disciple. And I ran across something that John Piper said. John Piper explained this very well. He said, The standard definition of disciple is someone who adheres to the teaching of another. It's a follower or a learner. It refers to someone who takes up the ways of someone else. That's really good. Now, when applied to Jesus, he says, A disciple is someone who learns from him to live like him. It's someone who, because of God's awakening grace, conforms his or her words and ways to the words and ways of Jesus Christ. Or, you might say, as others have put it in the past, disciples of Jesus are themselves little Christs. Little Christ. Now, when we talk about making disciples, what we want to understand is that what we are trying to accomplish is not make people like us. You know what? What you see on Sunday may look appealing. and You may say, well, I want people to be like him. But in reality, I know what I am the rest of the week. I know what I am when you're not watching. And I don't really want people to be like that. 
What I want is for people to be like Jesus Christ. I want people to follow Jesus even more strongly than I do. I want people to be so sold on what Jesus Christ is and what Jesus Christ represents that they are willing to follow Him more boldly even than I am. That's my desire for people. And so we have this concept in place now that a disciple of Jesus Christ is one who adheres to his ways, who, who is changing their ways and their words to be like the words and ways of Jesus Christ. They're becoming a little Christ. In the process, what we have to come to understand is that just because we invite someone to church or just because we lead someone to the Lord does not mean that we've made a disciple. Okay, now this is so important for us to understand. I think for years we've missed this. I think for years we've just had a bad misunderstanding. Well, I invited someone to church, therefore I'm making disciples. Or I, I invited someone to the Savior and they got saved, and therefore I'm making disciples. It's so much more than that. It's so much more because it involves God using His Word and His Holy Spirit to draw them into a deeper relationship with Him. And guess what? He chooses to use us to accomplish that purpose. God chooses to use us to show them a way of life, to show others the Word of God, to teach them and instruct them. And you may say, well, Tom, I don't know the Word of God well enough to teach someone and to lead them and disciple them. Well, then guess what? You've got a new responsibility today, right? Because our purpose is to glorify God by making disciples, which means we have to be ready ourselves to accomplish that. But even with that being said, you may also be surprised to know that you may know more than they do. Which means the little bit you do know while you're learning additional things is where you can begin to take them step by step, stepping into the future. So God has given us a great purpose. It's a biblical purpose. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, as you see listed on your study guide, says uh, Jesus is talking and he gives us the command, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. So God has given us a very specific purpose as a church to glorify Him by making disciples of Jesus Christ both here and around the world. But now with this purpose comes a couple of very big responsibilities. Responsibility number one is your second thought on your study guide. Number two, that is that we have to be mindful of keeping the umbrella open and strong. We have to be mindful of keeping the umbrella open and strong. We have to be intentional about keeping the umbrella open and strong. Why? Because everything we do as a church is going to serve to either strengthen our purpose or to erode away at it. Everything we do as a church is going to serve to, 
to develop and grow our purpose, to strengthen our purpose, to strengthen our resolve, to show future generations that this is important to us, that we have a God-given purpose and we've got to stick to that God-given purpose or else they're going to see by our lack of working toward our purpose that it's really not a big deal to us. Oh, well, if we do it, we do it. If we don't, we don't. I've got to tell you something. As I look at our future generations, to me it's so exciting. We talked this morning in Sunday school about how church is growing, how our children's ministry and youth ministries are growing. What that represents to me is future generations that must be taught, that must be discipled, that must be trained, that the purpose that God has given us as a church is vital. It's vital. We must be about the business of glorifying God. We must be about the business. They must see that in our lives. They must see that in our church. They must see that in our actions and hear it in our words that the purpose of the church is the purpose of the individual in the church. And that is that we work to glorify God. We work as a team to bring glory to God. With that being said... Everything we do serves to strengthen or weaken. Let's just walk through a couple of thoughts. Because did you know when we bring our mission money to church, we are working to strengthen the umbrella? Because what happens? Globally, we send missionaries all around the world. Last year, our church gave in excess of $250,000 to missions. Now, what a blessing that is to get to be part of that. What a blessing it is to know that we've got men and women who are in different parts of the world that we may never go to. We may never even get to visit. They're there doing what we're doing here. They're there making disciples of Jesus Christ, thereby fulfilling the commandment in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, go into all the world. Not just the part where you are, but somehow we have a responsibility to go into all the world. So when we bring our mission offering in on Sundays and put it in our Sunday school classes or in the auditorium offering, we are working to strengthen the umbrella. And our children are seeing that this is important. It's important. When we bring our tithes in on Sunday morning, we put them in the offering plate. We're obedient to God's command to give God's way, a tenth of our income. And what we're saying to our children is, looky here, this is important to me. I could take a tenth of my income and I could do a lot of things with it. But the purpose of our church is so vital and it's so important that I'm bringing it here instead and I'm giving it to God first. We are strengthening the umbrella. We're strengthening the resolve of saying the purpose that God has given us as a church is vitally important. And we want our children to understand that. We are working to strengthen our resolve. When we reach out into our community and we do things that other churches would say, that's not what churches are supposed to do. We do things like we did in the month of November. We take these envelopes of blessings that have cash in them, and we give those to people. And we're working to strengthen the umbrella. The, the, the comments and the blessings that came back to us as a result of giving that out 
have been almost overwhelming to me. If you've had an opportunity to read them, and there's been a lot more that people say, I don't want it listed. I don't want it put out there, but I am going to tell you what it was. You can't even imagine. It's so exciting to me to see God blessing through our willingness to do things that other people might not do. Now, I'm not saying they're supposed to do that. But I can tell you this, that when God leads us to do something, God directs us to do something. If it sounds crazy or not, we'd better be doing it. Why? Because we're working to strengthen the umbrella. We're working to accomplish the purpose of our church. And by doing so, we're showing the future generations, hey, look, this is important to us. We're going out on a limb here, doing something that others are calling crazy because we believe this is where God is leading us. And so we're working, working to strengthen the umbrella. Beyond that, when we build a children's wing, if this is the way the vote goes, and I believe it will, and we step into this, what we're doing is working to strengthen the umbrella. We're saying that we've got to have more room to bring in more children. And by the way, with more children come more adults. And so we've got to prepare the way by making more room so that some of those, upon hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ, will give their lives to Him. And as a result, we will then have the opportunity to come along beside them and begin walking with them, discipling them, growing them in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ, to help them learn to transform their ways and their words to be like those of Jesus Christ. We get the opportunity to do what God has called us to do and thereby glorifying God, fulfilling the purpose of our church. And so in everything we do as a church, everything, it serves to strengthen and keep open the umbrella that God has placed over us in way of purpose. Now there's one more thought I want to throw out for you, and this is where we come to our vision. Because I believe that once we've understood that we have a purpose and we've got to work to strengthen that purpose. We've got to resolve that we're going to stay under the umbrella. We're going to focus on the purpose and we're going to stay united as a group to achieving the purpose. And we've also got to be taking steps to support the umbrella. Now that's probably not going to go where you think it's going to go. We've got number three, your next and last fill-in, to be taking steps to support the umbrella. Taking steps. Because here we come to what I believe and our pastors believe is our vision, God-given vision for 2018. And that is that 2018 is going to be a time when we're stepping into the future when everyone is taking steps. Everyone is taking steps. I met with our pastors and one additional guy, Zach, this past week as we talked through these things. And honestly, I was a little bit overwhelmed by the concept. We've been talking about sharing vision with you today. And, and when it came down to it, there was so much going on in my mind <clears throat> that I was, I was completely overwhelmed by where this was going to go. And as we began to talk about it, they began to show me some things and, and show me how, 
how what's really important is that we understand individually, collectively, we understand where we are right now. And we begin to see that where we are is not where we're supposed to stay. That God has a plan and a purpose for us now to take another step forward. Individually, collectively, take a step. So then my vision and the vision of our pastors is that we begin to understand where we are individually. And then we begin to also understand through the teaching and the help of our pastors and our leadership in church that there is a place for us to go. And what is that place supposed to be? For example, if you're new to the church, maybe you've just started attending, you you don't really know that much about us, but our prayer for you is that today you begin to understand that, that you are right here. And if you haven't already, that there's a step we desire for you to take. And that step is for you to come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We want so desperately for you to enjoy the blessings and the peace and the joy that we have encountered in our lives. So that if you come into this church, we're going to be working behind the scenes, taking steps to help you see that need. So that when you get ready, you're ready and you know that there's a step you need to take. And that step is that you need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And when you come to that place and you take that step, that the next step is there for you, that you need to be obedient to the matter of baptism. And when you take that step, we want you to understand that there are other steps that need to be taken. Like we want you to come and attend Begin to Belong, where you'll find out about the history and the future of our church. And we want you to take the next step to MSBC 101, where you'll learn expectations. What we expect of you, what you can expect from the church, what we expect of each other. And that you can take that next step to being part of our church family. And the next step to being involved in a Sunday school Bible study class. And the next step to... To serving God here at Milestrate. We want you to see that there is a place for you to go from where you are right now. There are steps that we want you to take. If you've been part of our church for a few weeks or a few years or a lot of years, we want you to see where you are right now. Maybe for you, you already know Christ is Savior. You're already part of our church family. But you're not involved in a Sunday school Bible study class on Sunday morning. And so there's a next step that's just waiting for you to take. That you get involved with a group of people who are like-minded. That are going to support you and encourage you. And you're going to build bonds and, and friendships in there like you've never known before. How important that is. Statistics show those that are in small group settings will still be here in a few years and those who aren't are likely not to be. So if it's important to you that you be in church, then there's a great step for you to take. Just be ready and take that next step. If you're already in a Bible study group, that that next step is waiting for you to begin serving. To find that perfect place for you to do something that you enjoy doing. That you can serve God with all your heart and pour your energy and your efforts into serving others. And serving people in our community. And if you've already taken that step, that you see there's another step waiting for you. that, That you begin to share your faith. That's something you ought to be doing from the very beginning. But if you haven't done it, that there's a step for you to take. To share your faith with someone else. And to take that next step to begin discipling and teaching and growing them. 
And then it's important as a church that we understand that we haven't arrived. And what we did last week or last year or ten years ago is not enough. We've got to continue working to strengthen the umbrella. And so we look to see what we can do and we understand that we've got to take a step of courage. We've got to take a step of courage and we've got to do things that are, that are crazy by other people's standards so that we can get deeper into the community. And we've got to take a step of faith by, by building, building physically, building a children's wing and building spiritually, building each other up in Jesus Christ and growing and developing. And we've got to take a step of intentionality where we intentionally do things that are going to spur these other things on. Like, like we, we develop people and teach them what their steps are. And we, we develop a process of, of systematically training people to be able to share their faith and to be able to lead others in discipleship. There's the next step for us. And we take a step in, of intentionality where we are developing true small groups. Some people call them home groups. We're talking now about this. We're planning it out to where we can build those deep bonds where people are praying for each other and growing together. And those that are older are helping those that are younger develop and grow and learn just as the Apostle Paul said they're supposed to do. And those that are younger are going to build excitement into those that are older and help them and encourage them just as God calls us to do as a body of Christ. We mutually equip and strengthen each other. That's the purpose. We work together to build unity together, intentionally working to fulfill the purpose of Mile Straight Baptist Church. That is the vision. 2018 that we recognize where we are we see the next step that is available and we take those steps together into the future that's what God is calling us to so what do we do with this information man I hope that it is crystal clear that where we are is not where we need to end. That where we are right now is the beginning of what God is calling us to in 2018. And so individually, we take an assessment. Okay, here's where I am. I don't know Christ. My next step is to know Christ. I've been saved, but I've not been baptized. My next step. I've been saved, been baptized. My next step is to begin the process of working toward being part of this church family. My next step is Sunday school. My next step is serving. My next step is sharing my faith. Whatever it may be, to look at where you are and to understand that there's a step that needs to be taken in order to strengthen the umbrella that is over us so that God is glorified with Mile Straight Baptist Church. So what I would ask you to do with this information, to examine your life and say, okay, there's my next step. I'm taking that step today. Taking the step today because what we do today matters for 2018 and years to come.
it matters. So here's my plea. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand. When I do, the instrumentalists are going to play, Jason's going to sing, and it's going to open up a time for you to respond. What I would love for you to do, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, to say, I'm going to take that step and just come and meet me right here at the front. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to point you out. There's no obligation associated, no pressure. We just want you to know who Jesus Christ is. If you'd like to take that step with us, then I invite you to do that today. If you've not been obedient to the matter of baptism, then today I invite you to take that step, begin the process. If you've not been obedient in other areas of your life, that you see, hey, here's where I've failed. I haven't been serving. I haven't been equipping. I haven't been discipling. I haven't been giving. Whatever the case may be that you say, today's the day. God, I submit myself to you, and I'm taking that step. Let's step into the future together. Are you ready? Man, I am. 2018 is going to be an exciting year because we are going to be taking steps together. Well, to bring our service to a conclusion, we wanted to give you a little information about the building that's coming. We wanted to talk to you about three things, and I'm not sure that I'm going to have time to cover all three. Uh, I may highlight them and then uh, jump into them in more detail this evening. But three things. I want to answer, first of all, the question, why? And we talked about this in Sunday school, and so I'm not going to go into detail, but just give you an overview. I would encourage you to go online and maybe to Facebook, our Facebook page. And you can watch this. Uh, I think it was, was on Facebook. So you can watch it, uh, watch the service from our Sunday school time and uh, see what all is involved. But if you would bring those up. Number one, we're talking about the safety of our children. And uh, we want this, uh, go ahead and bring that next slide up, please. The safety of our children. And, uh, well, okay, the safety of our children. We need more Sunday school space. Uh, we need more storage. We need... Uh, more room because of the way our church is growing. We gave a statistic in Sunday school time that I think is amazing. Compared to the last quarter of 2014 to the last quarter of 2017, our church has grown 21.7%. So as a result, we are in need of additional space. But then also the most important one to us is that we believe without any doubt after praying about this and discussing it and researching it, that building this children's wing is God's will for our church. And so as a result, this evening, our deacons will make a recommendation that we go forward with the building process. Now, the way this is going to look is that uh, we'll make the recommendation this evening, and that will give you two weeks of time to pray about it, and we hope you do, and to ask any questions you might have. Now, we hope that we answer any question you have through the course of this afternoon. Uh, but if we don't, then we'll have time for you to ask questions over the next two weeks. And then on the 21st, we will vote on building the building. 
Also this evening, our deacons will make the recommendation that we accept the budget for 2018 as will be presented to you. You'll receive a copy of it to look over. Questions will be answered on that. But then also you'll have the following two weeks to ask any questions you might have. We'll also vote on that on the 21st, okay? So hopefully that uh, gives you an idea of what's going to take place, some of what will take place this evening. The second question that I want to answer for you is what... What are we building? Okay, we talked about a children's wing, but really what does that include? If you bring up the first image, what's that going to include? Well, here you see our existing gymnasium. Uh, To the um, bottom side of the gymnasium is the south side. To the top side of the gymnasium is the north side. That's the side that the creek is on. Just to give you a little understanding of what's happening. Our road will be running right out from here. Our road runs right out from here, coming in and encircling around the church. The gymnasium is the first building you come to if you're not familiar with our property. We then are looking at, go ahead and bring up the next one, adding to that a 5,400-square-foot building, which will include, on the far right, the big meeting area that was talked about in our assembly time for Sunday school this morning. And there'll be space for a lot of people, a lot of kids in there. Uh, But that space will also be available for uh, different activities, uh, MSBC 101 possibly, uh, but probably more likely begin to belong, will meet in there for banquets, for women's ministries, men's ministries, different things. So the building, while it's purpose for our children, they'll have first access, obviously, But if they're not using it, then it can be used for a lot of different things to meet a lot of different needs that we have right now. You'll also see then to uh, the left of the the, the, uh, big meeting area, our Sunday school space, we tried to get a little pointer. But let me tell you the problem with the little pointer is that my hand shakes worse than you could imagine. So you'd be looking at about four rooms all at the same time as I was wiggling around. So that was just not going to work for us. So we'll have our Sunday school spaces. Um, Let's do it this way. In this little space at the bottom, here's the gym. Just above the gym is where one day our preschool or our largest classroom for the children will meet. Right now, that place is going to serve as storage. Until we pay off phase one and get ready to build phase two, which will be a larger storage area, Uh, then that will serve as our storage where we'll row our table racks and our chair racks in and use it for other storage as well. Uh, Restrooms are contained. You see that everything is contained so that when you walk into this building, to this area, you'll have to go through a check-in area that uh, will either allow you access or deny you access. If you have a reason to be in our children's area, you'll have access. If you don't, you won't go in there. We're very conscious about the safety issues that are, that are necessary right now because of the ignorances of people in our world. And so as a result, we are very much putting into safety measures that are intended to protect our children at any risk that might come upon them, for any risk that might come upon them. So hopefully you can see a little bit about that. If you have more questions, we'll... We'll have some uh, handouts tonight that you can pick up so you can see it a little closer to you and uh, someone can point it out a little bit easier. 
I thought that was going to be easier than it was, but honestly, that was just a, a whole mess of stuff right there. If you bring up the final slide, just to give a vision of what it looks like from the outside. Uh, the, the existing gym, if you're looking at the middle picture, the existing gym is to the right. This whole area beyond that to the left is new. Uh, that's the new entrance. There'll be a covered entrance there that is going to be really nice. That covered entrance, by the way, will be available for everyone. Anyone can pull under and get access into all the buildings from there so that uh, you can get out in the dry. You don't have to worry about the, the pouring rain and things as we have in the past. So it's going to be a much nicer entrance for us than we've had before. So one final question I want to jump into. And like I say... We're going to do the better job this evening in detailing these out for you. I saw that I had about three minutes, and so I'm trying to rush through it. The final question, and I believe you would want to know this morning, is, well, what's the cost of this project? We estimate, based upon the projections from our contractors that we got quotes from, cost for this project to be around $850,000. Now, we know that that can fluctuate one way or the other. We have some things that we expect will save us some money uh, along the way, but uh, then we also know how contracting is, how building is. At any moment, things could happen. And so we're aware we expect the cost to be somewhere around $850,000. This evening, we are going to share with you how God has so richly blessed us and how we expect to pay for this building. I tell you what, to me, it is one of the most exciting things I've encountered in a long time to see what God has done, to see where we were just a couple of years ago to the position God's put us in now. I am so excited to share it with you. I'm almost willing to spill it this morning, but I want to give you a reason to come back tonight, okay? So make sure you're back this evening. Don't miss the service tonight at 6.30 where we're going to answer questions. We'll also pass out a sheet for you to look at that will have answers to questions that we've talked about, some that maybe we won't get to. And uh, then you'll have an opportunity to ask additional questions from there, okay? So a lot going on this evening. Going to be answering questions. The deacons will make recommendations. And uh, hopefully we'll have an opportunity to give you an answer to voice some questions as well in the service, okay? whole lot going on. Information overload, I know it. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to help you out a little bit more this evening. Do not miss the service this evening. Very important, okay? Thanks so much for being here this morning. You're dismissed.